This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 29. I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say. Hello, yeah. welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas, one indignant minute at a time. I am Josh Flanagan. With me are Ron Richards. Hello. And Connor Kilpatrick. Hello. This minute starts out with Henry, who really knew it. <laughs> knew it. Knew it. Knew it. <laughs> 
And it ends with, with Karen offering uh, Henry some coffee. Yeah. Maybe, it'll wake, him up. We'll, Maybe that, it'll wake him up. We don't know that yet. <laughs> that's, that's the next minute. In fact, we don't officially know Karen yet, but we're about to get to know her. Tommy's, you, are, you called Tommy's uh, thing here guilt. I was, and I guess that's related to it, but he's doing it by acting indignant. Yeah. And, and Henry says, you always do this. What is it that Tommy always does? He, does Tommy always try to get him to go on dates with girls he doesn't want to go out with? Yes. Okay. Well, at, the, like, time, at the time, these guys are young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is the foremost. We talked about this earlier in the week. What is the priority? Is it money or sex? And it's probably more sex for these guys than it is for Polly. Yeah. And so, you know, we find out, you know, uh, Henry's 22. So that means, well, Tommy's, I'm put, quote, 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 Tommy. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Tommy is like probably 19 here, so he really wants to get laid. My note in this minute is Tommy really wants to bang that broad. <laughs> Listen, he's just, he's just trying to bang this broad. He's been trying for months. <laughs> what is the problem? So can't why you can't help you him? help him? Just, just help him bang her. I will just, be honest that, that and as we get to the end of the minute when we finally meet her, eh, she's not all that, 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 that special. Oh, it's, all, it's all about <laughs> It's all about I'm moving right along. It's all about desire. Yes. He really wants. He's been working at it, and you just can't. You can't. And, you just help Henry. And actually, and if we want to get really deep into it or whatever, these guys don't like to be told no. Oh, that's true. Right. Well, clearly. It's, and so the fact that he's been trying for months and he's trying to do it, it's now it's a it's a quest, mind you. This is a Joseph Campbell esque. Our hero right. is on a quest, and <laughs> and all, and all he needs to to get around this obstacle is for Henry to come with him on a date, and that's all he needs. And uh, he does things for Henry. What you can't do this for me? You can't help me out. You know, like this. It, that's where the guilt comes. Is that like I do? Th- Just th- wants to bang this Jew broad. He says, "I do things for you." <laughs> What? I want to know the deeds. I want to know the stories behind those lines. Yeah. You do this all the time. Examples. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I do things for you. What things are you doing? I, 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 I like that as uh, Tommy is trying to talk Henry into doing it, he's talking about these girls at the Five Towns and how their families are probably rich, and he says, you might end up with a big score. Right. Which there's, always, there's always an angle. There's yeah, exactly. An angle. Yeah, like he's, he's, he's appealing to Henry's... Earning, you know, like desire. Is that that a metaphor? Or does he really think that he's going to date a girl whose family he will bilk? That's what he definitely means. Yeah, he says a lot of these these girls come from rich families. You might end up with a big score. Nothing to do with sex. It was all about money. So the five towns, well, the five towns in in Tommy's cell is a big part of it. Yeah. They're from the five towns, you know. She might own the whole park. You don't know. You don't know. She could. You might end up with a big score. That's all you gotta worry about. A lot of these Jews in the five towns. <laughs> Thing I is that he they approve they he appeals to many facets of Hen- of uh, Henry's desire here. He he really is scrambling. It's not a, it's not a well well it's not a well oiled approach like the earlier scene. Well, that, that's really that's a very good point. I mean, we saw at the Bamboo Lounge during the uh, um, Funny How scene, we saw a very more aggressive whatever. Here he's practically begging his friend. Well, he was in the, he was in the power position in the lounge, and here yeah. he's desperate. Yeah, he is desperate. But at no point after that is there animosity between Tommy and Henry. No, because it's just he's just trying to get laid. Yeah. I know, but no, no. But I'm saying in that first scene, in the "What Am I Funny" scene, right. I mean that was that indicates that oh, there's something else going on here. But that never actually comes back again. Right. We see, we see, we see stuff go, conflict between Henry and the, I mean, maybe one of the characters doesn't live long enough for that to happen, but but it never happens again. They're buddies through the whole thing. Yeah. After that, which is interesting. 
Um, do you think uh, intentional or unintentional comedy of the shot out of the car as the restaurant is billowing with smoke and they're not noticing? I'm pretty sure that's intentional. <laughs> yes, that's an amazing shot. I've literally I've just a note that that's a beautiful shot from the framing, from where uh, where the guys are in the frame, sort of in the in the left foreground as that sort of goes on in the background. It's just a just really well composed uh, look to that. I like Listen, there's there's not many opportunities for a 50 year old man to go out on a date with a 19 year old girl from five times. <laughs> <laughs> At least not without some sort of arrangement. It's worth fighting over. Let's just say yeah, that exactly. This is the, the, I love you know when people say the, the, the lighting here doesn't help him. No, <laughs> the harsh shadow and the harsh light really shows you every nook and cranny of Pesci's face. Every once in a while, you hear somebody say, Joe Pesci's like 70-something. Like, yeah, I know. He was 50 then. <laughs> I, I, love how, I love how annoyed Henry gets once he realizes that the place is on fire. Like, well, the, now mm-hmm. they're outside the scene of a crime. Now they got to go. Yeah, exactly. And the, the, immediate, the immediate car starting and getting into gear and telling him, you with the fucking mouth. Like, it's just like... <laughs> well, so they were supposed to be there. At what point were they supposed to have left? They waited too long. He only waited a few seconds too long. Okay. He's just just annoyed with Tommy in general. Any longer than I think the problem. He should not have squealed the tires. Possibly, yes. But he's in a he's in a pretty bitchin' uh, car there. Just very calmly pull out. Yeah. They were all they had bald tires and posi traction and big engines. They almost couldn't help it. Brain slick street. Well, nice callback to another Joe Pesci film. Nice. (laughs) Not on purpose. Posi traction. Uh, yeah, so so uh, this, this would be a good time to talk about the fuck count here, okay? Uh, because Tommy really wants to bang this broad. <laughs> How and, much? Uh, How much? Henry, Henry's getting in his way, so he gets more and more indignant. So, if you recall, loyal listeners to the show, as well as YouTube, that the previous three days we've had four fucks each, each minute. Yep, here I'm fairly certain because there's at the very end they're yelling at each other, there's music, and there's squealing tires, and made, there's a fuck in there, but we're at 13 in this minute. Wow. Wow, I feel like I feel like the general the general rule with this is that you got to round up. Oh, I always round up. Okay, but good, good. I'm yeah. fairly certain there's one in there. I listened to it like yeah, ten I, times. Yeah. Um, but we had thirteen today. Wow. Which, so I just point out. I just want to point out to listeners at home how seriously Connor's taking his fuck. Very serious. <laughs> and I'm I mean, doing this at work, mind you. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people. They're given the job of counting fucks. Yeah. And they don't give many of them. Yeah. No. But not Connor. I give every fuck about counting your fucks. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I salute you, sir. A lot of fucks in this one, in that, in that particular instance. Well, I can't wait till Friday to hear the total so far. So, all right. Well, anyway, well stay, stay tuned until Friday for the grand total. So, uh, so, so we changed settings, and now uh, Henry has relented, and they're on the date. Double date. Yeah, double, double date. date. Five times. Yes. Look at that massive backlit plant. Yeah, <laughs> the pink lighting is just great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, so here they are at a restaurant. They they never name the restaurant in the in the movie, but this was actually shot at uh, what was once Salerno's restaurant, uh, which is located on Hillside Avenue at Myrtle Avenue uh, in Queens. For those of you playing at home, and it is now an Indian Hillside restaurant. Honda. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Hillside Honda now. Uh, I think. By Hillside no, Honda? no, it's a, it's an Indian restaurant called the Tropicana Lounge now, but it's by Hillside oh. Honda. Yeah. So. So uh, they they filmed it in a real Italian restaurant at the time. Hence, uh, that's how you can tell by the uh, the red patent leather booths. Yeah, I have a, I had a note about those in the next minute, but it, it applies to this one. I feel like there's a lot of those in here. Yeah, I also feel like Ron, you like the red patent leather booth. I feel like that makes me think of you somehow. Uh, like okay. if we were at a restaurant, you'd be like, oh, I want to sit at that place because it has that. I'll I'll, I'll allow but, it. 
I'm it more, makes you think yeah. of Italian places in New York. I'm, I'm more. Yeah, okay. what, what got what got me was the uh, was the black uh, ashtray with the taxi's phone number. Well, that's my I fun fact. That. That's yeah. my fun fact. The four ones taxi service, which is still in business today. Four four one 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 one, which is actually five ones. Yes. But we'll get we'll get past that. I, I remember those. I, I remember those ashtrays like no, there's no tomorrow. Those ashtrays are everywhere. Grown it's up. interesting that like it seems like a a classy joint, like it seems like a, a relatively nice restaurant, and that ashtray seems out of place. But what you're telling me is that they are, those ashtrays were ubiquitous. They were yeah, everywhere. they had to they they had to ash their cigarettes somewhere. No, yeah, no, they, they, yeah. no. My when my dad smoked, they, they they would smoke at the dinner table, smoke at the restaurant table, and they you would no, get no no the, no. no. I, no, no, I'm just saying, and those, just, the, and those okay. were the ashtrays that you get. It was either that or the red Chinzano ashtrays. Do you remember those, Connor? Yeah. Those, I, yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. I think. Yes. Um, I think one of the things that I noticed is that Henry has this meeting at 11. At the that city. point, I could, yeah, at that point, I don't think I could be in the mob. That's, that's too late. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're definitely operating on a different set of office hours. He's <laughs> having a meeting. and I mean, Henry doesn't have kids yet, but still, I mean, that's... He's 22 years old here. Yeah. Wow. And he's probably sleeping until noon. I don't know. Look, all they're I'm out saying, all night all the time. Yeah. I know. What kind of people with these? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. So there's another uh, massive bottle of liquor on that table. We'll yes, which we'll, as well. Yeah, we'll, okay. we'll, we'll find I, out I, tomorrow about that, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's uh, they got a lot to go through before they leave. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen the meal. I mean, here they are; they're having coffee and dessert, and Karen's got an untouched piece of cheesecake. What it looks like in front of her, um, you know, clearly this is probably an Italian restaurant. I would have liked to have seen what they were. I've always had a problem with this shot with the booth because I felt like this booth is an awkward seating environment. It feels like they've just put two two people booths together. You know? Oh, I love it. I feel like it's really they've really got that composed. It's almost like a Last Supper for four. Like it's 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 framed in such a way that it's not really realistic, but it's yeah. it's very sort of cinematic. It's it's very um, symmetrical for this yeah. movie. Yeah, it no, doesn't it really you is, actually yeah. fit in in that way. So yeah. Most of the movie, most of the movie is very candid. You're just sort of watching things. Whereas this seems very uh, um, specific, very uh, yeah, 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 deliberate. I think yeah. is the word I was looking for. Well, you have great um, body language here. I mean, uh, Diane mm-hmm. and Tommy are sitting very close to each other and. And uh, Henry and Karen are not, and I have it paused here, and, and Karen's glaring at him. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you see like the whites of her eyes, and it's just uh, it's a very uncomfortable sort of scenario. Yeah, well, this is our first exposure to Lorraine Bracco, right? The, who plays Karen? Which we'll find out about tomorrow. Yeah, all this this episode's full of teases for tomorrow. Yeah, well. do, we, do we have anything on today's minute? <laughs> uh, I I have to say. That the song it is for me to say that the song that we're hearing in this is it's not for me to say. <laughs> By crooner Johnny Mathis. Is he a crooner? Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think that's I think. fair to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, released in 1957, uh, and it reached number five on the charts. John- Johnny Mathis had a very long and prosperous career. Is I, what he still going say, on, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, he was born in 1935. I was going to say he's 80 now. Um, Johnny Mathis is one of those guys that he's up there with Nat King Cole and, and, and you know, like these kind of legendary crooners, you know. Never liked him. Personally, he never I, liked him. I, I don't. I can't think of things he did other than was it Family Ties? He did one of the sitcoms. Really? I'm completely wrong. I'm. I'm. I think I might be getting it wrong. Hang on. I'm going to find out about that. But Ron, I don't know samples of Johnny Mathis. 
He, Ron, was this the kind of restaurant you would be taken to? Yes. As a kid, oh, it would yeah. be special. Is this a special occasion restaurant? Is this a Saturday night restaurant? Is this what is this? Well, keep in mind that I'm a, I, I was a child, so uh, I don't know. No, no, but this is a, this is a nice restaurant. This looks to be this looks to be like a uh, nice Friday Saturday night restaurant that the parents would go to that I'd stay home for. Uh, and so I, I just said, would you were you taken to places like this? So well, yes, you, we were. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been, I've, I've been to I've been to restaurants like this uh, on special special occasion. So. Were you told to, to to behave? Yes, I was. <laughs> All right, now we're probing, and it's just getting weird. <laughs> it's just getting weird. And I what was, was your always, what was your order at this restaurant? I was always very well behaved. I used to I used to uh, personally as a child. I drank orange juice because I didn't like soda and all that stuff, which actually saved my teeth now in my adulthood. Um, and I would go up to the bar and ask if I can get a maraschino cherry in my orange juice. I have distinct memories of doing that at Italian restaurants like this. Oh, I love bars. the maraschino cherries available at yeah. My mom used to work in bars, and, and I would always be like, I want give me some of those cherries. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so yeah, Johnny Mathis and Denise Williams, the Family Ties theme. Oh wow, who knew that? I, I did apparently. Yeah, I just never liked Johnny. I never, I never liked this. Uh, mainly, uh, my main exposure was Christmas music. I never liked this Christmas music. So, but he's he's had five albums on the chart, five of his albums on the chart simultaneously. An achievement. This is from Wikipedia. Achievement equaled only by two other singers, Frank Sinatra and Barry Manilow. That's that's impressive. He did good. Mm-hmm. Good for you, Johnny Mathis. Congratulations, Johnny Mathis. I think we came out of anything from this minute. <laughs> oh, but tomorrow is going to be great. Oh, so I guess we have nothing else for this minute. I got minute twenty nine. Okay. <laughs> So please, as we, I, I think if we haven't made tomorrow seem worthwhile enough, come back for minute <laughs> 30. Uh, until then, you check us out at Goodfellas Min or on, on Twitter or on Instagram or Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find all of our episodes at goodfellasminute.com. Uh, to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gfm or you can go to goodfellasminute.com uh, slash support where you can also shop uh, via our Amazon, Amazon link. Tomorrow, also, to tease yet another thing, uh, supporting patrons, Will receive their mo- their mob names. We're gonna open the books for them. They're gonna get their books name on our second our second patron. That's right. Uh, you should want to be part of that. But if you have any other questions, anything you want to let us know, something about uh, towels, email us at contact at Ugh. Email us at contact at goodfellasminute dot com, uh, and make sure to check out iFanboy if you like comic books and what we do. So until tomorrow, I'm Josh. I'm Connor. It's not for me to say. It's not for me to say. I go from a rags to return. My fate is up.